Come on, big man. And hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Sean. My name is Joshua Plummer. A uh, bit of delay there, man. <laughs> really? Uh, well, yeah, it was delay. My was it was it delay or was it or was it dramatic pause? Oh, <laughs> don't don't try that. Don't try or, that. Or am I just or am I just pissed at you? I don't know. Well, well, we'll, we'll find out, won't we? Why are you? Fi- oh no. Anyway, uh, why do you think I might be pissed at you, Steve? Oh, <laughs> here we go. Anyway, this obviously this is our WrestleMania 36 review. It's obviously it's different. Too big for one night, but no, not too... not big enough for one podcast. No, and this this is great. This sucks for us because that's basically six hours worth of um, content that we've got to try and put mm. in. Basically, two shows into one. That's kind of crappy. Yes. But yeah, obviously this is all diff. Which WrestleMania was supposed to be in Tampa Bay, right? It's supposed to mm-hmm. be there, but obviously because of the coronavirus thing, they've moved it to the Performance Center in Florida. They have. So it was basic it, with no crowd. So going into it, I was personally thinking, what was, what's it going to feel like? What are they going to do? I guess and you were thinking the same. Mm. Yeah, I I came in with low expectations, even though the fantasy booking side of me was going, they could have a massive pirate ship. Uh, they could go full cinematic. They could even like just say bollocks for it, which is go out to sea, just make a massive boat and do something there, do proper Pirates of the Caribbean. But of course not. They were never going to do that. So they just built a set. Uh, and the, the things that were remotely WrestleMania-ish were the big WrestleMania sign, which is kind of in the shape of one of those sails, and some cutlasses on the ramp. That was about it. Yeah, I um, mean, the, the, joke, the joke was, it actually was... Um they use the, the basically that's the WrestleMania sign. They have one they point out, they've just taken it down and put it on the put it on the stage. Yeah. Yep. I guess you had to do that, I guess, but yeah. But I mean it was just it was just one of the things I was just thinking it's gonna be really it's like it's either gonna be really bad that it's like you're just thinking, Why are they doing this? Or it's gonna mm-hmm. be like, Oh, okay, so actually some of it was pretty good. So It it wasn't ever gonna feel like a WrestleMania for me um unless they went like full on with the cinematic stuff which they did like in some places um but it it just felt to me like a kind of benefit kind of thing like we're putting this on um to support um people who are going through uh the current situation we're all going through uh rather than uh this is our biggest show of the year our wrestlemania this is this felt very much like a benefit kind of like a like a live aid or a live aid like a benefit kind of concert sort of yeah if you know what I mean I mean to be for me it felt more like 
it would be if if you know them small wrestling events you have down like in like a school or something and only like like, yeah. like 20 people or 30 people there um mm. and obviously there's no people there in this one but it felt like it's that feeling when you can it's so little people you can hear everything you can hear them mm. do all the moves you can hear like the the, 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 yeah. the screams and the sort of everything yeah it's it also looked like a, and the smackdowns and raw uh, and the previous weeks had the same problem where instead of looking like uh, a raw smackdown uh, i mean it was never going to look like a raw smackdown the kind of live crowd obviously not being there um I've lost my bloody point now. Um, it, it was never gonna, never gonna look. What was I bloody saying? Damn it, Stu! I lost my train of thought. It's not my fault. <laughs> I, even, I wasn't even saying anything. <laughs> not my fault this time, mate. Nice try. Um, yeah, it, it it looked like I, I got it now. Um, it looked like um, someone had um, it. It's like that character that that appeared for the um, uh, Otis and Dolph Ziggler storyline. That guy who just like hacked into the the cameras backstage to find out what was really going on. It looked like someone had hacked the cameras, uh, the WWE Performance Center, as they're doing a final dress rehearsal slash technical rehearsal before they do the show live in front of an audience. It had that kind of feel to it. Yeah, I, t- I, I don't know. It's just I think this 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 whole thing has realized made us realize that wrestling. I know it's obvious, but obviously it's, we we only notice it until it's gone. Is nothing without the crowd reaction. I mean, you can do cool no. stuff, but it's just it's missing that key ingredient for its purpose of existing. Mm. You, I would say anyway. The comment, yeah, the commentators had a really difficult job as well. Like, do they let the the wrestlers just monologue and tell the story themselves? Because there are moments where you could just have been silent, no commentary whatsoever, um, or you you've got to really commentate and up your game a little bit. Um, but otherwise, they could have gone like completely overboard. Um, Everyone had a, everyone had a tough job. Even when, when people are coming out and they're uh, they're doing gestures like to the audience, like is that like autopilot? Are they trying to pretend that there is a live show, there is a live crowd? It's like just no. And I, know, not there. Just, I think um, obviously we we'll talk about it a bit later, but I noticed when um, Edge came out for his one in the second night. Obviously we get into that. Yeah, it's just I noticed when it's like he came out and normally he's like going to the crowd, getting all ramped up and everything, mm. and then he came out and I think he just looked out, going, "Oh yeah, there's no crowd, is there? Okay." Yeah. Uh, okay, I just walked down then. I won't do. I didn't do even. Didn't even do the gesture. It kind of, kind of yeah. sucks. Even, like even John Cena coming out, looking at the crowd, because usually he does like a little bit of monologuing to the camera. Uh, but he's just going, "It's WrestleMania," as if there's eighty thousand people there. Even he was trying not to laugh. Anyway, but <laughs> not yeah. laugh. But you know, you can see in his eyes, like, "What am I doing? What am I doing?" It, it's tough to adjust. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, as much. You actually want to get into it. First things first, there is ma- a bit, bit of business to um, sort out before we can get into our reviewing basically two shows in one. Uh, obviously, yes. we're talking about our, it's WrestleMania time, so that means we have our famous uh, prediction um, six-way prediction game match for the title. We do. And um, for once, we actually went in as champion. We did, with lots of, uh, lots of accolades. We came in through survivors we came in as champions uh we were the current tag team champions um we won god the pod you know we won everything basically um, we, we, as i call- we basically won everything i called i called it i called uh, well, what it the cabinet of gold i called it yes but how did that play out for us in the end I've, i don't know you're the one who has all the knowledge let's find out shall we so let's work through so i, I posted the scores up um uh, the other night 
uh, or on the on the Sunday uh, of the the halfway stage. Um, so at the halfway stage, the uh, player that was the highest scorer at that time will go into the Callaway title match to face Last Blogger Standing. Uh, so let's start off with that. So Last Blogger Standing, uh, they ended up uh, with a final score of 48. Not bad. And they went up against a team which has not had the best viewing relationship with the Callaway title. Um... Two gentlemen from Ireland, uh, just because, were the highest scorers. So they went into the Callaway title match against Last Blogger Standing. And just because, scored 69. Sit. They are our new Callaway champions. Congratulations, just because. Oh, I've got, I've got a feeling they're not going to be happy about that. No, but they might be happy about this as well. Not only... Were they the highest scorers of the first night? They were also the highest scorers in total. So that means not only are they our new JSPL Callaway title, the champions, they are our number one contenders to face the JSPL champion at Money in the Bank, if that goes ahead, of course. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Fingers crossed. But who is our JSPL champion? I dread. Okay, let's get over with. Let's um. Let us begin with us, shall we? Why not? What for them? So we ended up well our first night, eighteen points. So we were third place. You know, smack bang in the middle. So in contention, doing all right. We ended up fifty-five points in total. That's not bad. I'm happy with that. Sounds reason. Oh. You're happy with that, are you? Oh, for... come on! I mean, there was a lot of um, shocks and a lot of like decisions that were like, "Are you serious? You went there?" So, God, go on then. Next up, we have outsiders who came in the championship match by winning the first annual JSPL G1. They were completely unbeaten until the uh, final round of uh, block matches, where they actually went up against. Uh, Bottom line WrestleCast, who are also in this championship match. Uh, they outsiders beat then now whatever in the final uh, in the previous round to enter this WrestleMania championship match. They scored fifty five as well. Okay, so not bad. So both has got fifty five. Both got fifty five. I'm, I'm assuming by the tone. <laughs> this this is not good. <laughs> okay, next up. Our table toppers, Royally Rumbled, who have previously won the WrestleMania Championship game. They're our first ever winners, if you remember. Yeah, I mean, we, we used to be our... We couldn't be able to beat them. We always always get lucky, but we was able to... Oh. It was lucky on... Love. Well, we beat... We beat them at the uh, Elimination Chamber in Gold of the Pod, but they entered into this match being top of the tables... Who came out on top this time? Rolly rumbled. Finished with a score of 57. Oh, God. Only about two. Oh, no. It's always close. Yeah. So close. You know, it probably did it. They probably picked, like, I don't know, probably uh, went for the. Sh- uh, was it the Becky one or they went for the Charlotte one? You know, those ones that sort of like should have went one way, but WWE went the other type thing. 
I'm assuming that's yeah. what happened. I'll post up all the scores and uh, that will break all, all of it down uh, if anyone who's interested. Uh, next up, we have we have Bottom Line Wrestlecast. Uh, and they came in by winning the NXT TakeOver League. So they only joined the a couple of nights ago. Yeah, Josh. You know, took you, took you long enough for that one, didn't it? Well, I was waiting to see if TakeOver was actually going to happen before actually doing it. So <laughs> yeah, it may have been another round. Yeah, but that was like a week. That was like a week and a bit, wasn't it? Like, you know, for a while. Anything, so. Stu, anything can happen in the WWE. I was waiting until... Because there were rumours that they were just going to do the TakeOver on, like, the Wednesday taping of NXT. I thought, okay, are they going to do something there? I have no idea. Don't use that. Uh, don't and it, use their thing to, like, use their own catchphrase to try and get out of you not getting it done on time, you know? I'll use a certain catchphrase to say, let me get on with it. Damn it, Stu. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, just anyway, get on with it. Anyway, Bond Line Wrestlecast, who are also going up against us in the tag team match, which we'll get on into a second. Bottom Line Wrestlecast, number 57 to beat. Bottom Line Wrestlecast scored 61. Yeah, good. Well, yeah, well, it is good. Obviously. Well, better than, better than us, Stu. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, why is this like attack on me every time we lose that ah oh, it's your fault well, like, well it's a competitive well it game. is because you win. made well yeah because you made the predictions no no no, no 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 if I remember yes. we, had, we had a discussion about this beforehand thank you very and much and what did I say I said it's up to you no, no, I can no, have no. certain ideas no it was a discussion it's always been both of us it's just when it's good damn it Stu it, stop it, making it, excuses I'm <laughs> not using excuses no. I'm just you know what just go go off it Josh go off it and finally, we have Five Nerds Go and Wrestling Revo. That's Josh Robinson. So Josh Robinson was leading at the halfway stage after day one. Josh Robinson, Wrestling Reverb, ended up with a score of 62, beating Pokemon Line Wrestlecast by one point. Okay, so the... If only I can, um, can I put like a drum roll? I'll try and put a drum roll in. You can try and put a drum roll in. So, five nerds go. So, yeah. So, the, the question is. Yes. So, we have a new champion, but who is it? Is it Wrestling Reverb with 62 points? Or is it five nerds go? I can tell you. Five nerds go. Scored 65. They are our new JSPL champions. I know for a fact they're going to be ecstatic about that because I, I saw it on their Twitter on our Twitter. They put, mm, yeah, yeah, we, didn't, we don't, don't think we done so well. So, well, there we did. go. The pessimist. So our reign is finally over. Our reign of terror. But surely it, it can't be that bad. I mean, we still have the tag titles, right? Oh no, you! <laughs> that's a nice cut in. We've lost them as well. Man. That's that's the, retro yeah. wrestling. Retro wrestling scored fifty-seven, and okay. two sweets. Bottom line wrestlecast also scored fifty-seven. So we lost the titles by six points. <sighs> that's so. It was bound to end eventually. I mean, I, I, I'm sure like no one's actually come. I, I mean, has anyone gone into WrestleMania in our six-way dance as champion ever come out mm. as champion? 
No, I don't think they have. Yeah, so it's like it would have took a... It would, especially when it's two nights. If it was one night, it would have been fine. But it's because it's two nights. Yeah. It's just like, oh, well, it was nice while it lasted. It's nice. So just to recap, uh, Bottom Line WrestleCast and Two Sweet Wrestling, or Two Sweet Stunners, are our JSPL Tag Champions. Five Nerds Go are our JSPL Champions. And they will face number one contenders just because who are also the Callaway Champions at Money in the Bank. And speaking of Money in the Bank, our current briefcase holder is Better Call Creative. And they have two more pay-per-views to go to cash in until they have to defend the briefcase. So that's the JSPL all up to date, all finished for the next season. We're going to be continuing again at uh, Money in the Bank. We're going to be running our G1. We're going to be running our league. Um, more tag title stuff, more Callaway stuff. There'll be the Royal Rumble game. There'll still be Survivor Series. So plenty to look forward to in these uncertain times. Yes. So, yeah. So it wasn't too bad. I mean, I was, I was quite... Um, I think I, I think it was just like... Because obviously the matches we we're going to talk about, some of them were just like decisions like, really? You went there? Yes. I mean... I mean, yeah, but oh well. I, I, to be fair, in in some ways, when it comes to my whole thing, I've been trying to do with the whole like with a we we're dominating. Everyone hates us because of you know, like it's it's kind of like everything everything ends at WrestleMania anyway. So maybe it's a good thing. Maybe. Well, you know, in storyline, there's always a thing where the bad, evil authority person usually loses, and all like mm-hmm. ends at WrestleMania. So. Do we so, have anything like this? Oh, this WrestleMania card. With that kind of thing, uh, the, well, with the actual card, yeah. Well, I don't think so, but we'll look into it. But anyway, so now now we've got we've really got rid of the uh, in business that had to be done. That's right, the most important part. <laughs> yeah, not reviewing the entire pay per view or anything, or two of them. You know, nothing like that. No. You know, no. But, the, and, was WrestleMania this weekend? Oh, didn't feel. I got a bunch of jokes, so it didn't feel like it. It was, it was more of them things no. you had to watch it. Like you said, oh yeah, WrestleMania's yeah. on. It felt, it felt, it felt like that thing when you watch him like that B list um, card, like you know, like Elimination Chamber or something, and you're like, oh right, yeah, oh yeah, I've got to watch that. It's kind of like it's not a thing you like you yeah. force yourself to watch. If you know what I mean? Yeah, the glorified, well, not glorified house show, but well, not as bad. I'd, I'd rather watch. That and things at performance center in Saudi Arabia. Um, oh no, 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 no! We don't. No, not no Saudi Arabia. That's new. No, 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 no. Anyway, yes. So as always, they have, they have a kickoff. They still had a kickoff pre-show. Yes. And uh, and we, still had a, a match. They only had one this time. Um, well, they had well one each night. They yeah. Had. So I'm I'm going to go by that because we're going to do it by both nights and sort of classify them. Okay, dokey. Yeah, nice. Alrighty. So, yeah, so the first match, obviously, was, uh, they decided to put up just, uh, was it hours before? Was it a day before? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or maybe the week before when they were filming it. But well, we don't know. We keep forgetting. I, I don't keep know. Forgetting it. I keep forgetting this stuff's not live. Not not this time, anyway. It's all pre-taped. It is. We're being conditioned, mate. It's true. We're being conditioned to think it's all happening right now. Mm. Anyway, yes. Yeah, so, that was the that pre-show match they put out was Drew Gulak versus Cesaro. I obviously mm-hmm. again didn't watch it because it's like again it's always the thing I rather watch the thing when the show, show actually starts. So, but you did because you put on tw- you uh, Facebook messaged me about I did. So you you were quite happy with this. So if you want you want to go through it, really. Um, but th- well, the match wasn't particularly uh, memorable as kind of such. They're both great technical wrestlers. Uh, when you think of like 
uh, kickoffs you think of um, like the Andre the Joint Battle um, Royal, but obviously because of everything that's going on, uh, they can't do that social distancing and whatnot. Um, so they just had a single match, which but there wasn't really a, a feud kind of going on, but it was sort of like um, well, not, not even like well, they're sort of the manager kind of figures, I guess. Drew Gulak is. Um, under Daniel Bryan's wing and Cesaro is helping out Sami Zayn and Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, the most memorable part, which was bloody amazing, and I'd love to see Cesaro do this more often, doing an airplane spin only using his neck. Look, Rick's man, no hands. He's always been good. I mean, I, again, again, is this another example of showing that we are, how amazing Cesaro is? Yeah. Because we only know how amazing he is. And it's just like, once again, it's just, this is the perfect example of us going, why are they not doing anything with this guy? The guy is like, is a wrestling machine. Yep. The right push, you could be huge. but You could be. I guess in that ship has already sailed. No pun intended. Looks like it. Well, nicely done, yeah. I was wondering, what, what, what pun are you talking about? Oh yeah, pirate ships. Oh yeah. <laughs> well done. So, I don't remember Cesaro having a ship as part of his gimmick. Is that something new? <laughs> <laughs> Your work, I don't <laughs> So yeah, so saying you what's about so so was so it really good? Like in a sense of like pure wrestling type standpoint. Yeah, fine. Um, there's not really a lot to uh, to take in, like kind of story wise. Um, that, that I can only really remember the finish. That was it. To be honest, from the length, it says only, it was only like what four minutes, something like that. Yeah, four or five minutes. So. But again, it's just like one of these things. I guess if you're watching the kickoff show, I don't know. Some people do, but I don't. Just because it's yeah. like I don't. They never put anything on there that would actually mean anything for the main show. So no, the last one they I did care? was the last thing they did. I think, um, which is relevant to the main card, was um, I guess Lana getting injured. Uh, so uh, Royal Rumble last year, getting injured, and as a result, couldn't take place in the Royal Rumble. So Becky Lynch took her spot. Yeah, that was actually a really good rumble. Actually, that was a really good show. Actually, yeah. But yeah, but I see what you mean. It's just it's. Just, but watching don't... this, um, and yeah, another thing that I remembered, um, this kickoff because obviously they had Corey Graves and uh, is it Tom Rosenthal? Who was it? Was it Tom Rosenborg? I think. Yeah, I mean he does. Yeah, he, he's there. Him and um, Sam Roberts. You know the one that does these popular like radio slash podcast yes. things for wrestling. But yeah, mm-hmm. well, sort of wrestling. Um, yeah, yeah. So. They're doing the kickoff and they're explaining all the stories, all the matches on the card that night. Um, some of them for the next night, but hey ho. So when they went to the kickoff match, I thought, okay, are they? Because it was getting quite late on into the kickoff show. I'm like, are they actually going to have the kickoff match now? They've completely cancelled it. Um, then I was thinking, oh, okay, maybe they're going to surprise us because we haven't seen the ring yet. So had they done like a, a massive special thing? Had they built the pirate ship, you know? Um, but no. So that, that's another thing I can remember about the match just being disappointed at the layout. Yeah, it kind of felt like it. And I mean, there's so much you can do with it if you're going to go into that. Like, you know, there's only so much you can do when there's, there's not a lot of people around. And you can't yeah. really, and you've got to get this done in like a couple of days. What can you really do? I mean, I, get, I bet they had that stage set up for like months in advance. Yeah. Well, they set up all the, they set up all the backstage area, no problem. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just, we're all. I, I wasn't too bothered about it because it's like normally I would be but it's again it's that situation where you didn't have time really because they put self back, back themselves in a corner because they had to get it the rumours were they recorded it on Thursday not this Thursday like two weeks ago 
or this foot, you know. Yeah. So they probably gave you like a week or like a couple of four or five days to try and put together some sort of mm. turn a, a performance center into something look special. It could have been worse. It mm. looked all right, but could have been worse. But again, it's but it could have been so much better. Yeah, but you could say that about that. You could say that about the OS menu in general. It could have been better, but yeah. Well, it's difficult times, man. So. What? Yeah, was it better than last year's travesty where it was just a massive LED screen? Uh, the laziest set I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. I, would not, I, I don't know what it is because you can't sit you can't sit there and put his money because they've got so much money, they, it's the drowning in it. And yeah. I just I don't know, I've put a bit of creativity. I mean, the reason we loved all the Actually Ever stuff is because they put every stage was different. It's always different. Mm-hmm. Put a bit of effort in, but... But yeah, so obviously had a pre-show, and then obviously when it started, we obviously they started out with a the women's tag team match, a tag team title match. They did uh, with the Kabuki Warriors, Oscar um, and Kairi Zane, and against uh, Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. And I got to be honest, Who's I don't we really, I don't we really know the story for this one. I mean, if there was one, I, I don't think there was one. The only one was um, the Kairi Zane and Oscar had beaten. Um, Nikki Cross and Alexis for the titles previously. Um, I only just discovered not too long ago, maybe a couple of days before the event, that they have uh, apparently have an official tag team name, Nikki Cross and oh, Alexis. Oh no, Bliss, no, 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 oh, which no. is Chris, Chris, Cross, oh Bliss Cross Applesauce, which you, sounds very, very rubbish. much Disney Princess, very kind of bubblegum, but it's rubbish. It, yeah. That's not. That's not sure. I don't know what it is. Make some. For God's sake, it's not. I mean, obviously, it's hard to make. Just make a name that's cool. If you don't have a name, that sounds yeah. cool. Just stick mm-hmm. to the whole like you know. You're both your names together. It's just. I mean, I don't know. Can't believe. I didn't hear that in commentary, so I've got a feeling they're not. They're not going to publicize that. Would you? <laughs> don't blame them. Don't blame them. No. It's it's not as not as bad as a uh, not as bad as Viking experience. But there we go. Yes. Yeah, well, give me a good credit. They made that. It's more. They made it into the finishing move, so at least they they made you know, you know they um they um sort that out. But yeah, rubbish name. So that's terrible. I hate that name. Yep. It makes me it makes me sad. That's how bad that. Did name you is. hate the match? No, it was did fine. The, did the match make up for it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, the problem with the match is hard to really get into it, in the sense of when you first. I haven't been watching all the shows like sort of the uh, ones with no crowd, so I'm like. I've seen it in snippets. So when I first watched yep. it, there was no crowd. It was just like, it was like, it was kind of it's hard to get used to. Yes. So I was sort of like, and so watching it, it was just watching it, looking at it going, this is not the same. This isn't, this it doesn't feel same. right. Uh, for the match itself, it was, it was a solid match as you would expect. I mean, mm-hmm. good, they work well together. You know, I mean, I liked, I liked the bit with the, um, what was it? The, uh, the way that Asuka is being her annoying sort of like over the top self they're very very chatty which I like um, you've, you've got to fill the fill the space so there's going to be a lot of monologuing um, and that, that plays a, a part in pretty much all the matches I think because there's no there's no crowd there so you can hear what they're saying yeah and I, I guess that's how it had to work because obviously but it, I mean yeah, it, yeah that's how it worked really, I thought it worked really well in that sense and obviously you had that really cool thing where I think Oscar then to get the beginning Oscar and um Kozain were like trying to taunt Alexa Bliss. You know, trying to wind her up mm-hmm. and it sort of backfired. Yeah. 
well, it's what they did, but then it just backfired, and then you know, with, you know, slap, and then sort of like we're messing with us. It was quite cool in that sense. It kind of worked on the characters and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, another thing I pointed out is like I really hate them calling her Naughty Nikki, Nikki Cross. They call her Naughty Nikki. I missed that. Yeah, no, I was thinking it was when she was um, yeah, in part of the match when she done like a cross body from the top, and sort of uh, took out uh, Oscar and um, Kobe Zane, and they said, "Oh, there's Naughty." My Kobe's out. That's Naughty Nikki. I'm like, Are you calling her that seriously? What? Like that? That sounds like it doesn't sound right for a good show. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Th- be- this whole this whole tag team to me, Bliss Cross Applesauce. It's. It, I thought this was a thing where. Bliss would eventually turn on Cross, or maybe they'd swerve it, and Cross turns on on Bliss, uh, and then eventually uh, Cross goes back to her insane kind of self because they immediately just thought, "Oh, we'll just get rid of that." When they called her up, um, uh, that's what made her unique and like. Yeah, I know. It's but this is not a new thing, though, is it? In a sense, we've been saying it for ages of how it just doesn't seem right. But I mean, it, even credit, they've got it is good in the sense of like, because it seems at least the Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss feels like it's, you know, actually feels like friends, like they actually are friends and stuff. So, or maybe they're just like doing, or less they're doing like the old Nikki, uh, uh, you know, the Sasha Banks and Bailey thing, where just they just don't have the heart to do it, to turn. Uh, maybe I don't know, but yeah. Well, we'll go into that, but they might have like a slow turn now. But obviously, that's that's night two. We're but on we night had a one slow still. turn two years ago. Anyway, no, we're getting to that later. We're getting to that way, 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 way later because <laughs> it's mm. way in the part in in the future. But yeah, the f- so the question is, um, so obviously at the end, uh, Bliss hits the uh, twisted Bliss on Kari Zane, and they are the new women's tag team champions. What do they do now? It's a good question. I mean, there's only one. There's only one answer. I can. I can. And hence the pause. Like, oh, okay. And the only one. There's only one person that a team. I mean, that I can think of that could work. And that's the iconics. That is the iconics. Because that could work. But where the hell? Where the hell have they gone? I actually don't know. I mean, they've just sort of like more, you know, it's like you know, like they just disappeared off the face of the earth. I don't know if one's injured or they've just haven't got nothing for them or what. Yeah, two potential. Um, well, obviously, yeah, coronavirus and whatnot. But I can't even think of two potential teams. They've just gone completely. There's the iconics. Obviously, there was fire and desire, but they they've disappeared. Uh, Betty and Sasha are more like single stars um, and then you've got Marina Shafir and Jasmine Duke and they just disappeared they've I don't know where they've gone obviously isn't there's no tag uh, there's no tag division mate we've had this before there's no there's no women tag division they're making the mistake of no having a, a, a having a title reign mm-hmm. but then not having or not having any title no tag teams having like a division no but I don't know man it's just it's it's. I mean, it's one of the things. It's a nice moment because obviously it's like it's 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 doing the name WrestleMania, so it's doing mm. WrestleMania moment, I guess. And they won the tag yeah. titles and they won them back. It's a nice moment, but yeah, I mean, I think match-wise, it was good for what it is because it's like they really were trying to really work what they had, and um, it was solid in that sense. But yeah, I mean, it was cool. I mean, another another Scottish um, champion. So yeah, they've uh, long. Scottish champion with Gallus and Kaylee Ray, and obviously later on Drew McIntyre. What do you think about that? As a someone put a little picture of that together with uh, all of them with a Scottish flag, obviously. Um, what do you think about that as a potential faction? Yeah, I'll be up for that. I mean, I think because you all you all know all of them can go. It wouldn't be like a situation mm-hmm. of looking and go, oh, why are they in it? It's like they're all like really good. 
I mean, I mean, what would it? The question is, what would it be called? You know, they would use like a really like gimmick, like not gimmick, but sort of like the Scottish name Express. <laughs> oh no! I was thinking they use something like Braveheart or something. Yeah, or something, the Iron Bros. Or <laughs> They probably would use that, actually. <laughs> Iron Bruce. Oh, uh, God. They, they, why not? You know, but I do like the idea because I think it would yeah. work. But then that's... I don't. I, that, I only would work if, um, like, Drew was the leader and he turned heel again. But it's yep. too early for him. Anyway. I agree. But yeah, in, in the future, though. Definitely. I'd be up for mm-hmm. that. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, but back to this match, though, after this. Like, Nikki, who do you think? What about Oscar and Kai Zane? What do you do now? Because Oscar's like... I can see her going against, like, Baszler. Yeah, another match, a um, bit of retribution. Um, I think they there is potential to do a, a breakup kind of story with the Kabuki Warriors. Um, otherwise, like for the sake of the tag team division, you'd keep them together because there's no other teams. Um, otherwise, just get them to feud with each other. I mean, I, ideally, I'd like them to have done an angle for WrestleMania. You know, when Kairi saying is the pirate princess and she doesn't get to do anything. She doesn't get to do like a an absaily kind of thing from a sale or um swords nothing uh, not n- yeah not not even a not walking a plank or um not even having like a parrot you know um, yeah. <laughs> i'm pissed no, off about man, no parrot just... um <laughs> no wonder because like i, I looked at Kyrie saying and t- if you watch again you watch Kyrie saying she looks really sad i'm not quite sure whether it's just the character or if it generally is Kyrie saying's going oh i was I was meant to do. I was meant to have my Shawn Michaels esque kind of moment coming down from one of the sails, like on the rope swing or something. Well, you've heard you've uh, heard rumors that um, the the fan the the, the um, staff or well, not staff the rest is were like not really happy that they have to keep working, in a sense. Of, yeah. Not because they don't want to like put on a show, but it's like it's mm. these are times when you want to be at home with your family to make sure they're safe. Yeah. And it's cut, so, mm-hmm. some of them have been sort of said, "Yeah, we're still open." It's like it just doesn't feel right. I mean, it's. it's just- it's just one man, isn't it? It's just yeah, Vince. It's, yeah, well, we could have a discussion about that. Should this show have happened in general? But yeah, but you know, I guess in the, the guess, I don't know what they were doing. But anyway, yeah. So this match, was, there goes there goes the whole like, oh, we're, we're gonna do, we're gonna go brisk through all the matches. Yeah, there goes that idea. Let's try and brisk through. Let's try and brisk through another one now. What, well, what, we'll what, what that be, that'd, that'd be easy. Easy you now. King Corbin versus Elias. Uh. Yeah, so story-wise, uh, I'm not quite sure what the hatred was beforehand, uh, but Baron Corbin, pretty not Baron Corbin, King Corbin, sorry, um, does the whole long live the king thing, Lion King, knocking Elias off the uh, podium, Elias falls, bang, pretty much should have broken his spine. Weird cam- uh, they do weird, a storyline. Weird cutting of the angle, wasn't it? If you, if you look at... Uh, yeah, it, it was just trying to make it look like, because obviously if Elias had dropped from there onto a concrete floor he would have broken his back and so I, I, they cut I, it away yeah. no but it just looked obvious it looked obvious I mean it, of course it looked obvious yeah so then King Corbin does a thing with um, he, he plays off that he um, is going to win two WrestleMania's in a row and the last one he beat Kurt Angle he retired Kurt Angle thanks for uh, thanks for man that's King true that, that's true that's damn true unfortunately um he wants to win the match by forfeit because Elias is not there. Elias turns up, brawl on the outside. Elias hits uh, King Kong with a bit of an equalizer, smashing him over the back with a guitar. Um, the only damage that Elias has is the strapping to his shoulder when you thought he shouldn't be able to walk after what happened to him. Yeah, but you know, wrestling um, is sort of like, always like, these are the superstars. They can, 
take anything. Yeah. Even falling from mm-hmm. a balcony or from the top of yeah. a yeah, balcony. But yeah. This is this was like a brawl kind of uh, a match. You weren't you weren't expecting like a technical masterclass, but it's just yeah, just beat downs, uh, some brutal shots. But uh ultimately it wasn't it's was not a WrestleMania match for me. No, it was a, um, a kick off pre show match, let's be honest. No offense. Yeah. Uh, or, or something that would happen, like a payoff in the uh, battle royal kind of thing, or on a SmackDown um, or something, or just a random SmackDown. Yeah, it's certainly not. Was this match longer? I think this match was long. Well, it was longer than both the world title matches. We both know why that was. Um, and it, was it longer than um, the, the following match? It was longer than, uh, or around about the same length as Becky and Shayna, as well. That's why he was given more time. That's actually yeah. really worrying, actually. Let me just check, because I've got the like, the match. It, it was... Yeah, it was... Nearly ten minutes. It was nine minutes. Yeah. Uh, a bit too long than it was longer. Yeah. yeah, it was... Yeah, it took longer than it should have. Um, the refereeing was great, though. I thought the referee was really good. I don't know what her, her name is, but she wasn't putting up with any cor- of Corbin's crap. That was quite nice. Yeah, I, I think I liked sort of the situation of, like, you can actually hear Corbin be a dick. It's the only good thing about having mm-hmm. no crowd. You can hear them like properly, like use. Um, I don't. I don't use character sort of stuff actually because yeah. obviously sometimes in wrestling you do use it by the move set and what they do. But then it's some, it is sometimes nice to see mm-hmm. a bit of trash talking and you can actually hear it. Mm-hmm. Kind of like because Corbin is good at being that dick. As much as we don't, he's good at being that guy. You just want someone to hit. Yes. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I, I kind of like the ending with the sort of like he tried to do the roll up, and uh, or use the, the the foot on the ropes, but she saw it. And obviously, then uh, yep. was Elias rolled him up and pulled the tights, and he, he tasted his own medicine and got the win. Tasted his own medicine, yep. Um, but yeah, then, they, then they, that was it, really. It's like, yeah, he won, and boom, cut. Yeah, that that was it. Uh, Corbin was pissed off, um, bitching, moaning heel. Um, got got his comeuppance. That that was that. Um, Elias as a babyface, like for me, like Elias, you need the crowd there. Um, and it's just not the same. No, I mean when when the lights turned up after when when he shouldn't be there, it was like normally no. you would hear like the crowd. You, you can you knew where it was supposed to be. Where like you played you yeah. played you hear the guitar and then it's just like usually mm-hmm. the crowd usually go nuts. But then in this case it was just a situation of um, like just Corbin uh, Corbin King Corbin's eyes of just like oh my god he's here. We're like oh, it doesn't mm-hmm. it felt off. But there's, there's certain moments yeah. that didn't work. But yeah, I mean. I guess they just they've they've done what most people they sort of like he had a gimmick it worked for a while and then they've just sort of lost you know got bored of him so he's just yeah. there let him, let him be let him be an enjoyable heel let him turn up slate the the hometown let him get booed let him get his ass kicked occasionally get the win yeah um, just cheap heat it's just simple it's sold it, it's um, heel wrestling 101 it's cheap heat and it always works because yeah. no one likes being told you suck <laughs> No one yeah. likes it. it. It sold much like his, uh, much like his EP. I mean, I love the EP. It was brilliant as a heel. Used to it now when he's a face. I'm like, no, no. Well, if I haven't listened to that, I, might, I haven't listened to that to a while actually. Might check that out. Anyway, yes. So we're brisk for that. Yeah. So that was meh. All right. That shouldn't have been on the card. Let's go on to something that nope. I was really looking forward to. Yeah, as was I. Very surprised. It, yeah, um, we're probably going to say the same thing. Very surprised it's this low down on the card. Yeah, but I've normally I think it's I'll let it off in the sense in this case it's because it's not really a normal WrestleMania, so it's the, the sort of like what is it doing there it doesn't really apply here. 
sort of. Wouldn't, wouldn't necessarily. Wouldn't necessarily say that. Um, I think because it's the equivalent of well, it's one of the top titles in the company. You would have thought it had been in the upper mid card at least. Yeah, but then you've put on yourself to when we get into the second night. The, obviously, the NXT title was the first, and then obviously the Smack Smack. If if you went by where they are on the card of like if WrestleMania Part One and Two was a whole show, technically the SmackDown title yeah. is more important than the Raws. Yeah. But that's only if you put positioning, but that obviously doesn't really matter. But I mean, this one, I I guess when you've got when you've got the main event, we obviously knew was the Undertaker versus AJ and a, uh, was it? Uh, yeah, you know, what, a boneyard yeah, match. That's what yeah, basically, um, baby's live match, just with a new name. But yeah, uh, yep. but yeah, yeah. So I guess in the I would have pers- personally put this like fourth, maybe, but maybe before the Intercontinental title match, maybe. But it's no, it's fine. So I, I mean. But the match itself, what do you think of the match itself? I mean, would you, would you enjoy it? I was honestly, I was quite disappointed to be honest, especially the the big, the um, the, the beginning of it. Um, I, I thought that Shayna was just really going to come out of the box um, and just kick the crap out of Becky. Um, it was very much like evenly, evenly paced. Um, I thought they could have gone a lot more brutal. I think uh, Charlotte and Ripley was a much better example um even though there's probably more there's more heat to this match for sure i mean Shayna took a chunk out of becky's neck for christ's sake and now this um, is a perfect example of a sh- this is a perfect example of a match that yeah. suffered because of there being no crowd there yeah could they have done something like that? could becky have bitten Shayna? that would have been quite nice no yeah um, anyway yeah so would you so because that, that could play into obviously the finish um obviously there, there were lovely moments where uh, Shayna is, you know, he's, she's got um, someone's uh, legs tied around her neck and just swinging them into um, the announce tables, like she did that to Becky the week beforehand. Uh, she also did that to Liv Morgan Elimination Chamber, and that looks so brutal. Yeah, it looks so cool. Yeah, I, I love that as a move. Um, as yeah, when she had the bit where they kept um, trying to hit each other's finishes, or like sort of like, or like, was it Shayna Baszler at the time had like a Becky in the disarmor? That's right, yeah, and that kind of, that kind of stuff. I, I guess in the I guess in the story into that is sort of like, mm. like I'm the, I'm the, I'm MMA. I know submissions. I can hit it better than you can. That kind of stuff. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. But anyway, yeah, the finish. Ah, the finish and the result, of course. Mm. What? What? Why? I don't get the storyline. Like again, we're here again. We're here again, where we go into a match where there's a finish where it should be. And then, as, and then, as mm-hmm. always, they do the complete opposite of what it should be. Yeah. Why did Becky need to win? Now there are some similarities here. Um, going back to Shayna Baszler's like one of her first feuds, or like for the NXT title with Ember Moon. Um, Shayna Baszler was in complete control, um, absolutely dominating. Like, is, she, is Ember gonna tap? Is she gonna have her arm broken or and whatnot? Just really, really struggling. And it's only until um, she can flip out at the last second to pin Shayna, much like Becky did for the one, two, three, um, and that didn't make Shayna look, didn't make her look, uh, didn't make her look weak at all. It's based on reaction as well. She was pissed off about that she's missed this opportunity, um, and then the following takeover tries it again, but Shayna's smart and actually manages to finish the job this time, choking Ember out. Um, I, I'm not too. <sighs> not too concerned well i'm well i think shayna either shayna wins like completely dominantly um 
and that's a complete you know that that causes becca to have like a kind of another character character change um because she was being very egotistical at this point you know she's got her own monster truck you know she's doing all the all the pr and everything like that she's got um like these big kind of coats and like sunglasses very much the kind of conor mcgregor kind of swagger yeah um because you know you you're the longest running Royal Women's Champion, you're, you're going to be confident. You're going to have a little bit of ego. Um, or they could have done something similar with the Ember Moon kind of thing. Or again, playing back as well, even to the bite thing. So it could have been in that position here for the choke, or even she rolls up to the pin and she's biting on Shayna. You know, that's how she gets her like pinned down. So Shayna's struggling, but she's being bitten, so she can't lift the shoulder. Something. Something like, do you know what I mean? I can totally get why they're not doing yeah. that because obviously the situation we're all in at the moment. Yeah, make sure not to bite people. Yeah, you're not supposed to wrestle people either. Now, you're not supposed to now, be but, in contact at all. I know, it's, but I see where they're going with but this. They but they wouldn't even... So yeah, yeah. So yeah, keep going. But that that would have been great and then it would be kind of like, a oh, that was quite a, a heelish thing for, for Becky to do, you know. Um, or, or even like Shayna just like, Shayna, just get some heat back. You know, just choke her out afterwards because when... Shane lost it was like she obviously massively disappointed but you'd be pissed wouldn't you you've been so dominant at the Royal Rumble so dominant Elimination Chamber and then just to lose in a roll up that dreaded roll up of doom yeah. the roll up of doom dreaded roll up of doom and just sat in the corner pretty much not crying but it's I, I it doesn't make you look good no it's just no. I know it's like that storyline you song about the Ember Moon one but that works because Shane Baszler has been boot up for months and months and months right like we're about yeah that. well it's the same here yeah, it's it's the same here when she came in, like Survivor Series. You know, that stare down she had with uh, with Becky in the build-up of the Survivor Series was amazing. She came in, dominated uh, the Royal Rumble, dominated Elimination Chamber. It it was done over those four or five months. That made sense. It was exactly the same. Um, Becky Lynch just needed to escape with the title with the skin of her teeth by literally biting someone or um, something like that, you know. I'm guessing that, that's what that they're trying to That would have been interesting. That's been a, I think that's what they're trying here, though. It, it was, because it was a role. It, it, wasn't it was, really a role. but they, like counter the sort of a it, cab- yeah, count, counter the clutch, Caligo clutch, yeah. and then sort of like mm-hmm. she like she rolls up, just to get the pin and runs. It's like I see what she's trying yeah. to do, but it kind of didn't work here for me because I think it was too short. Yeah, it, it's because like the roll up happened. There wasn't really much kind of brutality and like control from Shayna. It's very evenly matched. Um, because Becky, as soon as she got the roll up, just kind of lifting the tights, like, yeah, I'm the best, and, and left. It just, uh, just that, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just I was, uh, I remember when it was like setting up for like that that stare down at like uh, that was when he had the Survivor Series match, and it was just one word, and it was just that mm-hmm. stare down. It's like, oh mate, WrestleMania, it's gonna be great, right? And then yeah. it just, I mean, I guess in this this match totally suffered for the coronavirus thing. With not being in a crowd and not really being a big spectacle, I, I, I don't think it suffered uh, the. Well, the build-up was fine. The you, even like with the everything that was going on, they built it fine. With the interviews and attacking from behind, smashing them into the announce each other into the announce table, that was fine. It was just the booking of this match was the biggest letdown. Mm, I know. I mean, they had scope. They had scope to do so much more. I mean, what was the point of doing all that dominating? Like, literally dominating. Even choking out Asuka. You know, dominating Asuka. Eliminating everyone at the Elimination Chamber, which no one had ever done 
up to that point, the closest was Braun Strowman, but he lost to Roman Reigns, and then horrible flashbacks about Reigns and Lesnar at WrestleMania. But anyway, thanks, Josh. Yeah, but what what was the point of establishing all that dominance and then not even having a dominant display? We're here, by... we're here again, man. We're here again. Where they, they I mean, I know sometimes you've got to build some of them up to try and make them a credible threat, yeah. but you got to pay it off sometimes. I mean. I know it's just like she's only being cut back up, you know, main roster flight, you know, a couple of months. But yeah, you re- I think I think there's there's talk around on online. It's because there was rumours that Vince is sort of um sort of gone cold with um, Shayna Baszler. Why? I don't know. You know, you know, he's the guy changes his mind every like two seconds, right? What? Because she doesn't sell t-shirts? I don't think what? so. I think it's just you know, just sometimes he just doesn't he doesn't get it. And because if he doesn't get it, hmm. but, but 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 I don't think I don't know that, that there's a possible reason why they booked it this way. But I guess less, but unless she wins it, that man, if Money in the Bank happens, she wins it there. But then again, it's the same problem. Yeah, I mean, yeah well, that'd be fine if it's like a situation where Becky Becky like um, Becky like got skin of her teeth, and then Money in the Bank is a situation of like a stipulation match, whatever. Uh, like have, like have a submission match maybe. That could work, and then yep. Then obviously, Basler finally t- like mm. you know chocks about. Mm. It's like yeah, you can't pin anymore. Only way you can beat me is by trying to make me no. tap, and I'll never tap. So that then, if they did that, submit submit a submission match between Basler and Becky, I'd be very welcome to. Yeah, I think that could work. I think I think if if they do that, I might again. It's like anything now. It's like oh, what are you doing? But if it goes, if it mm-hmm. afterwards leads onto something like that, I'll yeah, uh, it'd be fine. But at the moment, it's just like, yeah, wrong decision, a bad one. I don't think wrong decision because I'm open to, again, I'm open to Becky retaining, but I had to be by skin of her teeth. This was even even contest. That was wrong. Yeah. That was completely wrong. Because now, now, who does Becky go against? Oh, obviously, Shayna. But then you're, you're just writing a wrong that you, that you just did. Um, because Shayna now looks stupid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like she, no, it's like it's like everything. It's like now she's like everybody else. Yeah, and that's the problem. Back of the her. line. That's the problem with uh, WWE. It's always been a problem. It's always a problem. We've always been up for years, but it's like mm. everyone's the same. Everyone's yeah. Um, only people that are beatable, are unbeatable, like Brock. You know, uh, Becky mm. uh, to a point, I guess. But sort of like that kind of feeling mm. that sort of like everyone's just like. Everyone's the same. No one's better than everybody else. Like mm-hmm. Baszler, Shanna Baszler is like should have been pushed what she was in NXT. Another example, like she should be huge. She should be like this, mm. like re- she should have been pushed how she was booked up until the events. Yeah, but I don't know. It's just it will, we're we're glutton for punishments with this. We always do this. Bigs up, and it always at some point disappoints. So <sighs> it's amazing what a year makes because you know I remember Becky. We're big on Becky. Still am in some points, but her momentum's yep. definitely gone down. And because of the whole, like, she's mm. got the same problem sometimes, uh, like, with Austin. Austin was never was at his best when he was chasing the title. Never when he had it. Yep. I mean, it was too good, but you know what I mean. The story, it's always the good. The chase mm-hmm. is better than the actual. But anyway, yeah. Yes. Anyway, we've done it you, again. You gotta always have. You, you always gotta have something to chase. Yeah, it's much more. It's it's yeah. the same. It's always that kind of thing. When you finally reach your dream, where do you go from there? Yeah. I don't know, but it's fine. We'll see what they. We'll see what they do with the um, raw that obviously is pre-taped. 
So it happened a week ago, but you know, yep. we'll find out. <laughs> find out tonight. We, we'll find out. Oh, yeah. And then we go into the next one that a match that was I was kind of looking forward to. Obviously, we're talking about the Intercontinental Title match between Daniel Bryan and um, Sami Zayn. Yeah, if you take any story out of the equation for this, Daniel Bryan, Sami Zayn on paper. Oh yes, please. <laughs> yeah, that's... that'd be lovely. Yeah, but I kind of like I kind of like the story this in the sense of the whole like uh, Sami Zayn playing basically the chicken shit heel. But doing it in such an entertaining way. heel. In such an entertaining way. Mm-hmm. He's, he reminds me of Kurt Angle, you know? Sort of like he was that kind of like cheating chicken shit heel, but it was so damn entertaining. Mm. It was just. Oh, I, just I just love it because it's like he's. I think even. like I think I saw an interview at um, Elimination Chamber when he was doing it backstage. And he was like. Cesaro and. Even Cesaro, when he was, when Sami Zayn was talking, you can see he was like mm. trying not to laugh because he's supposed to be serious. Yeah. I think even the interviewers laugh a couple of times as well. He just goes over. He just goes overboard. He just goes. Some of the stuff he says is just like, okay, Sammy, you've gone a bit mental, but okay, we'll let you off this time. He's the, <laughs> the great liberator. Yeah. Oh yes, but yeah, I mean, I'm loving it. I mean, I think it's like they're finally starting to see the character that we always knew he had. Uh, against obviously Danny yeah. Bryan, that's doing had had a really good match at Elimination Chamber with uh, Drew Gulak. I really did enjoy that match. He did. And then now, obviously, it's like they sort did. of like a mentor, mentor sort of like thing where he's mentoring Drew Gulak in some That's ways. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so I really love, really, really, really enjoyed this match a lot. I I enjoyed this match. Um, I I would say I'm a big fan of Sami Zayn. I I loved him as a as a face, and when he was chasing for the titles as well, um, his feud with Kevin Owens. Um, I I'd love to see him as as face again at some point. Um. I, I would say that like, I, I like the chicken shit stuff. That made sense. Went on for a little bit too long for my liking. Um, yeah. I, I'd like to have seen Sami Zayn. I'd like to see Sami Zayn fight on, like when Cesaro and Shinsuke got taken out and he had to fight on his own. I'd like to see him just show that little bit more character, a little bit more fight so that like, he is legitimate and he can still go. You know, he's not just a cheater. He can yeah. actually put on one of the best technical wrestling matches uh, of of the night yeah he sort of um, his style has definitely changed as well because obviously now he doesn't do much of the high flying as much it's more more of a ground and pound type person now mm. sort of like because I haven't seen him do anything like anything like the proper like fl- you know like jumped like suicide dives yeah. or anything like that well he's hardly been wrestling at all yeah I think they just feel like he's really good as a manager he really is good because he's got that kind of like animated sort of mm-hmm. and he's really good at he's he, really good at the promos and obviously he's, he can speak up people like Cesaro and um, uh, Nakamura Shinsuke Nakamura because obviously their, their strength isn't um, promos really sadly their, their strength is um, in wing ability so it kind of works I kind of like it but this match it was just um, it was more of a him trying to find a way to get away get away from Daniel Bryan and mm-hmm. as you said when uh, Cesaro and Nakamura got taken out by I kind of like the thing with the Drew Gulak mm-hmm. was going to try and stop him and then Danny Bryan was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. let him go, let him go." Um, you knew, you knew where it was going, but it was just funny because uh, Sami Zayn was like, "Oh, yeah. oh, that's a good decision." Thinking, oh, great! Thinking it was actually going to happen. That's right. You, you, you can have the win, and I can keep the title. Fine. Okay. He's like, Sami Zayn was so desperate to get uh, out of there. He must be, thinking, "Oh, yeah, fine." And just like, of course, that's not going to work, Sami. Come on, come on. And then he got attacked, and it was just a whole match of him just trying to keep, survive, basically. Mm-hmm. And, and in some ways, and then obviously the finish was really cool, where with Danny Bryan went top. And hitting um, that really cool um, in mid-air haluba kick. It's quite nice. It's lovely. Uh, then mm-hmm. I have to admit, obviously, it's um, 
you have that sort of feeling when you have like an end of a match that because we're so used to having like massive moves and ma- massive hits um, mm-hmm. and then someone kicking out of it again it's like I was expecting him to kick out I was expecting a kick out yeah but, but yeah I mean this one it was interesting like Sami Zayn def- um, holding on to title I was like mm-hmm. for our prediction thing I was like oh God, of course he bloody did didn't he but yeah. For like, in the sense of like, still, and it works. It means it, again, it's they're doing exactly what I want other people to do. Like, sort of like the chase. Yeah, is it retaining the favor as well from two years ago when uh, Brian beat Zayn when he was in the tag team with with Shane against uh, Zayn and uh, Owens when Daniel Bryan returned? Yeah, I didn't fall, Yeah, I remember. I remember, remember watching that. Welcome back. I love that because it was like we can finally do the yes chant again. It was so cool. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yes. but I, I, I like the story. I like um, it's going to be a sort of like Danny Bryan's going to be like I'm going to get you eventually Sammy you might have mm-hmm. got away with it this time but eventually that title is going to be, is going to be mine yeah. or eventually or Drew yeah. like turns on Danny Bryan and we have a match of like sort of portrayal or something like that and we see Gulak has finally learned that he uh, overcomes Bryan maybe or, but I'd or, like to see Daniel Bryan oh go on or he turns and he like the old like he turns on Danny Bryan and joins Sami Zayn's faction whatever it's called I don't know what it actually is but hmm. I mean that could work I mean we do need more factions and mm-hmm. uh, factions in WWE there's yeah. not enough of them yeah. I'd like to see uh, those matches I'd, I'd happy to see Daniel Bryan Sami Zayn again I'd like to see Daniel Bryan Cesaro Daniel Bryan Nakamura you know I think I think again I think good, talk- good list of people there yeah just have that sort of feeling of just like is like they've all think again it's like I don't know if I said it before like the, the Smackdown 6 type thing where it's just like they've got all these wrestlers mm. that can go uh, can go against each other really well and put on really top quality matches yes you, you can have Nakamura versus Danny Bryan you can have Danny Bryan versus Danny Bryan Danny Bryan exactly. versus Cesaro and you can have Drew Gulak versus them all and then you mm-hmm. can have all yeah triple threats fatal four ways yeah it's brilliant I mean I love it I mean I've um did it, it's just this is just great in the sense that you've got all these people great workers and pure wrestling they're brilliant mm-hmm. so I'm definitely up for this and um, obviously I'm a bit shocked that Sammy won but storyline wise it makes sense mm. and uh, it's nice to see Sammy Zayn have a Wrestlemania win though well it's nice to him to get the title the and then he got his first Wrestlemania yeah. what a good month what a good couple of months for Sammy Zayn I'm happy for him it is I'm very happy for Sammy Zayn too yes so now we usually talk about another matches on Smackdown let's talk about another, uh, let's talk about the uh, a match that was changed last minute uh, I think mm-hmm. this was due to uh, the Miz apparently being ill. Yes. So I guess, and if you obviously didn't want to cancel the match, so they came up with I give him credit some sort of creative idea to try and keep the match going. Yeah. So we're talking about the SmackDown Tag Team Title Match ladder match that was supposed mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. uh, John Morrison and the Miz versus the Usos and the New Day. Mm-hmm. But as I said, just uh, uh, the Miz, the rumor is that he was ill, so mm-hmm. they had to he couldn't travel or be there. So the, they'd done a thing where one member of respected team mm-hmm. was it was chosen uh, for the obviously the Miz Morrison, John Morrison was picked uh, for the yep. day. It was Kofi Kingston, and for the Usos, it was Jimmy Uso. I feel really bad for Jay and Biggie. Yeah, I suppose he wasn't there. I don't know if it's a situation if they were also ill as well or just like they thought, yeah, you don't have to be involved in this or anything like that. I don't know. Yeah, because I, I, I think it still could have worked that um, that kind of conflict between the Usos and New Day and it almost, not ignore, but uh, they overlook uh, Morrison and Miz, well, just Morrison, if Morrison's just on his own. Is that, do you remember when um, there was that big, uh, like multi- man tag team ladder match on Raw this was years ago 
and Kane was without a partner and he went and won it. It was the same sort of thing. But obviously Kane won it just through sheer just power and strength. Yeah. It's, I, I don't know. It's just, it was weird. After me, it was... It, I, I got the concept of this match because it's like, well, you could do a dual ladder match. Just, it's just like mm. you have to get both tiles. That's it. Still, it, it, it still works mm-hmm. because obviously I think Morrison yeah. is great because he's parkour and the kind of things he can mm-hmm. do are crazy. He's always been that. Kofi Kingston as well. Kofi Kingston. We know what to do with Kofi Kingston. And obviously Jimmy Uso or, yeah. or any Uso is great, great in these matches. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I mean, what do, personally, what do you think of it? Was this a pretty solid ladder match? Did you enjoy it like as most ladder matches without a crowd? Yeah, I, I enjoyed this ladder match. Um, I like the the back chatting and the monologue as well uh, as well, um, like as it was throughout the night. So one the best lines from the WrestleMania weekend was Jimmy used to go flatten your face like a pancake. <laughs> it's funny. I, I did laugh. Yeah, I, I like yeah. the trash talking. I gotta be honest, I do like it because it just adds. If you can't add the crowd, at least you can add the sort of like sort mm. of you know them nice one liners and sort of like you know. Like sort of using the bigging mm. up the character versions of their characters, you know, being arrogant mm-hmm. and sort of like yeah. don't do it enough. But yeah, I mean, it's very, very, rare, very rare at the beginning as well when they uh, start off. They all grab a ladder. It's like okay, we're going straight into this. No, no messing about. Uh, yeah, sorry, I just uh, we're getting. I got totally utterly confused by many things. But um, yeah, I mean, what, what about? Uh, but were you still were you still thinking about the Becky Lynch and Shayna Baszler booking? Was it? <laughs> Well, you know, making notes, you know, but like send, like write it down, send it to WWE and say, this is what you should have been doing. Come on. But no, just because I yeah. think of my, my notes now, I just got confused. But anyway, it's not important. Anyway, yeah. What about, uh, was, you had some cool stuff for this as well with the whole like, um, you had that, was it Starship paint? Like from the top with like, uh, was it Jimmy, Jimmy and on the, uh, on the, on ladder. the ladder that was quite cool. Um, Pushing Jimmy off the ladder and he falls right on the outside. That looked like it hurt. Yeah, it looked good Even though. though we didn't see the landing. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, there were so many spots in this. It was it, it, with some say right with ladder matches. There's like there's only so much you can do now because there's so many of them. What what more unique spots can you do? You know. Yeah. But I mean. So now, yeah, you're having to use ladders as tables as well. Yeah, Paul. Obviously, with the, with the yeah. obviously talking about the finish. Obviously, with the whole thing with like the ladder, and then you had the ladder. Mm. Then you had like um, another ladder bridging the gap, like from the rope to the, mm-hmm. the usual stuff. You know, like so you can use it. To, you know. It's uh, it's not nothing new there. Uh, then obviously had a thing at the end with the whole all climbing up, you know. Uh, Joe Moss climbing up, Kofi's climbing up, and then Jimmy gets another ladder, and then he climbs up, and they're all doing the whole like like picture scene that they, they always like to use in ladder mm-hmm. matches where everyone's grabbing for the title. Uh, but mm-hmm. I got me as finish. The the finish was unique. I give him that. It was unique and it was right for the story they were telling. Yeah, I mean, I like, mm-hmm. I kind of like the thing where it's just like. They finally got the thing off the hook back in the days when they used to they didn't used to have this big like thing. Yeah. And he took it off and it was like Oh, they got it, who's gonna win? And then oh wait mm. a minute. There's no titles on it. And he looked down and his Morrison's gone, fell off, hit the ladder below mm. and sort of like got both of the titles and you're like, Oh yeah. and it's like and then you see a replay and it's just like he's he, he grabbed him before he's pushed off. Mm. So he's like pure it goes on the whole like pure luck thing. You basically mm-hmm. he was like he, that was a left to his skin of his teeth. Like he was very lucky to come yeah. out with the tiles. Again, this was the thing where you'd get that big audience reaction. Um, so when it happened, um, Morrison takes the titles and falls onto a ladder, winning the match. And you've got Jimmy and Kofi on top of the ladder, just like staring at each other uh, as if they're kind of look of like, 
oh that that wasn't how it's supposed to end it looked like kind of like a mistake yeah that they made like during a show or whatever right but it was actually meant to happen but it looked like a, a mistake okay, guess, like, okay can we go again i guess let's were, reset i guess they're trying to play on that because i always like that i always like that kind of feeling like it's like mm-hmm. i mean i remember when like one time when like when the untaker streak ended and one two three and my mate was uh, always to sit there and go ah they botched that they messed it up it's like yeah. no mate that happened it was it's, no that happened it's just like it, maybe that's what they did here like sort of like made you have that feeling of like oh they, they screwed up there but really it's like no 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 you didn't mm. it, that happened oh. it was planned don't panic but mm-hmm. um yeah but I mean this is what we expect from this British three right just give them give them like you know this match was nearly like was it about 18 minutes long nearly 20 minutes Mm-hmm. Uh, just give them like you know 15 20 minutes L- let them do their thing and it always yeah. pays off i mean it was good i mean i've seen better ladder matches but you could say that about anything but yeah i enjoyed it yeah it, it it's not exactly uh edging christian against hardy's and, and dudley's but so ladder match i'd say probably were uh, one of the matches if not the best match of the night yeah i mean i put all my notes it's one of yeah I sure. mean, if you look at the spe- spe- spectacle yeah i mean my match when i was watching this before obviously the matches near the end of this night one yes um was mm-hmm. i was loving the damage of biden says sammy zane was my night match of the night at this at this at oh, this okay. point because of this just the whole like they mm-hmm. really utilized the idea well there's no crowd so it's used the whole character oh. thing and sammy really went for it so let's do it but that's just they did but yeah i mean yeah, so it was a good match. I mean, they probably do like a re, re, a uh, rematch where it's just like the all three of them, or they put maybe put um, Otis and Taco in there to make it a fair or four way, or something. and then have like a four way for the title maybe, or do it again. I don't know, mm-hmm. but yeah, or, or have a series. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind a series between the New Day and the Usos. Ah, yes, this... um, I'd, I'd like the, I'd like the Usos to be heel again. I thought they were epic as heels. Yeah, but, um, but I'm guessing they've got the whole problem is now because everyone loved their characters. They would be cheered, so what's the point? <laughs> when you think about it. Yeah. Unless you do something really devastating like, you know, Chuck, like Kofi yeah. off the off the stage or something. Proper, like, you know, yeah. you can't, like, stuff so evil and heelish that even you can be like, mm. yeah, I've got to boo that. <laughs> can't be killing people like that. You can't be doing that. But yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. So after that match, I mean, we, we did enjoy that, actually. And then you've got a match that I feel that was a bit meh in the sense I feel anyway is obviously Kevin Owens versus Seth, Seth Rollins it went on for far too long I think there were too many people involved uh, you heard your officer pain then Buddy Murphy got involved and Samoa Joe and the Viking Raiders and then uh, the Street Profits okay this is this is getting far too much and then the same issue of how you kill a tag team division is just give two single wrestlers who've only just been a team for like a week and give them the tag titles unless both of those guys are like established like world champions um i don't really buy it you know it's like when um stone cold and triple h they beat uh untaken and kane legitimate tag team but that made sense because they were two dominant world champions and they were also uh, WWF champion and Intercontinental champion. You know, it works but, in that sense, but um, I don't know. It's just because obviously Seth. The only reason Seth is here because basically everyone turned on him after the Bray Wyatt thing. Yeah, um, it was, and it was. It you couldn't. I I don't think they turned him. I think they didn't turn on Seth. I think they turned on like WWE at that point, but then Seth didn't do himself any favors, and we've covered this as well, which is the stupid tweets. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just saying stupid things like I make more money than you. Like that's that's not relevant at all. 
to the no, but you know things that are being presented in front of us. Yeah, I just I, I mean I've given I, I give myself some credit in some ways. I never really put anything stupid on Twitter. I mean I put stuff on Twitter, but no. I don't put anything opinionated, really. Well, I try not to in the sense mm. that I don't want to. What's the point of doing that? I don't get it personally. But yeah, yeah. so but I mean the the whole Monday Night Messiah thing is it's fine, I guess. It's the it's sort of like it's it's a cool idea, I guess. Um, I, I thought they were going to maybe like pay this off and have a Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy feud or sorry Murphy feud maybe that's um, the thing maybe maybe it's that's the feud like you know that's going to be the big like it's going to be a split already uh, but yeah I mean we're yeah. talking about this we're, again talking about the match I mean Kevin Owens I mean it's nice to see him actually give him a feud of being like sort of like the Austin figure in this like sort of like you know mm. trying to like take out this big authority threat uh, but yeah I mean this match mm-hmm. was pretty cool I mean he had some you know, cool moments. Uh, you obviously had the bit with um, one thing I always, one thing I always hate seeing in that was Kevin Owens matches now is like his pop up power bomb isn't his finisher anymore. Yeah, I know. I, I like the pop up power bomb. Um, I, I, I guess maybe he's. I, I'd like to like to him sold uh, him to have sold his back a bit more when, especially, he got slammed onto the hardest part of the ring and then Falcon arrowed. Um, that that was lovely. I thought that was going to play a, a big factor. Um, it it didn't too much, um, but Seth Rollins, you know, taunting, you know, going, "This is your WrestleMania moment, is it? This is why you're always a failure." This is why it kind of works uh, and everything because I like that. Yeah, this like the trash talking. They're both good at it. So yeah, when they, they covered um, they covered like a week or two before on on Raw, where Seth's like, "Have you seen my WrestleMania record? I've been world champion. I've beaten Triple H. I won the Intercontinental Championship." Every time you appear at WrestleMania, you've lost. Even last year, you weren't even on the card. It's not, you know. It's like, um, that, 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 that's that, simple that. enough. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, go to we got to talk about the sort of false finish situation in this match. It was kind of unnecessary <laughs> in some ways. It it was unnecessary, but I can see why Seth did it. It's a similar thing to um, what Sami Zayn was trying to do. Just get out the match, but yeah, Kevin Owens has his moment, but. He didn't really beat, didn't really beat the Messiah. Yeah, I, I get storyline wise, and essentially, like you know, you get disqualified, so it's like he can finally, you know, he doesn't really get his moment. But hmm. it, on some ways, if they really wanted to have a no disqualification match, why not just like hmm. you know change it last minute and just make it a no disqualification match? Then you can do the whole like you know, the bit that obviously the really big spot they did with um, Kevin Owens going to the top of the um, WrestleMania sign. And basically doing it was it an elbow mm-hmm. drop or like a cannonball or something like that or not a cannonball but sort of like it was an, an elbow drop yeah and he said afterwards like how's this for a Wrestlemania moment boom elbow drops yeah saw that and I was like that, that was been, cool that would have been so you know the crowd would love that if they were there yeah, yeah. I know I was saying for the show but we've got so much more to talk about um, but yeah I mean Kev you know uh, that stunner was a bit looked a bit I mean I don't know if it's just um, when you it, it felt a bit off to me the stunner I mean, I don't know if it's mm-hmm. just it just looked a bit weird, or maybe it's because I've been focusing on it too much because you're not haven't got a crowd to distract you, I guess. But uh, yeah, overall, what did you think of this match? I mean, yeah, um, I thought the uh, match was fine. They always put on like a good match, but I'm just thinking in terms of like a WrestleMania build. When you think of Seth Rollins, and he's always had like massive WrestleMania uh, moments, those kind of matches. Um, so whether this match needed the US title or something, I don't know. Um, but Kevin Owens needed something big to do at WrestleMania following last year not being there and constantly losing. 
Um, so it was nice to see him get the win. Uh, but this this feud, was, there was far too many people. I, I was half expecting um, like Viking uh, Raiders, Samojo, Officer Payne, Murphy to run in, especially no disqualification. I'm like, oh, here we go. I know what's going to happen now, and no one's there. We know why that is. Yeah, you, you, obviously, you know that probably would have um, been the um, would have been the thing. But that would have been the thing. Yeah. But yeah, it would have been very much like very much like when Seth Rollins entered into the Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was good. But like anything, it's just it didn't have the. It could have been better in the sense of the story was fine, but it was just it was it was fine. It was all right. But I mean, he had to call. They had them two can. Them two can go. So, I, I assume there would be. They can. The question is: this the end of it, or is it just a start of something? Would you say? I can see them still doing this. I I really can. Um, I don't know what does Seth Rollins move on to if he's lost. Is that where, is that when his faction starts then turning on him or? I hope, I, I, I don't know. Probably else, I hope not because um, I just like factions, and I'm not loving the faction. But it's just I, we need more factions in WWE. You know, because they can finally yeah. have faction warfare. That's why, um, like mm-hmm. matches in NXT against like the like the undisputed era versus like Imperium and all them other stuff. Well, like mm. they kind of work because it's like they're established factions that have been dominant, and it kind of works. So why don't they yeah. do that here? I'm not saying I love this faction, but yeah, we need to be together longer than just a couple of months for one feud, and then they just disappear. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> now. Nah. Yeah, but I was yeah, it's good. That'd be cool. It's good to see Kevin Owens finally got his moment. So yes, but now, nice. but now we get into a match that uh, blink and you miss it. Um, <laughs> we're talking about the match that was obviously changed weeks a week before mm-hmm. or a couple of days before for um, Roman Reigns because he just uh, obviously because of his leukemia and that kind of stuff. He didn't want to risk traveling. That's fair enough. Of course. So they had to change. The, they obviously, he was going to get Goldberg for the Universal Title, so they had to change it quickly. So for this, they chose for to replace him. They took um, Braun Strowman. That's mm. an interesting choice. I mean, if you look at it storyline-wise, the guy just lost his Intercontinental Title, and all of a sudden he gets thrusted into the the Universal Title scene. Well, Roman Reigns just inserted himself into the Universal Title match as well. Oh, by the way, I'm next. All right, you're not going to qualify or anything? Any matches? No. Okay, we just we'll just set this we, up. We then. could Fine. we could sit there and say about the um, John Cena Bray Wyatt match. I'm not. Oh, people have yeah. to. I think people have to earn their shots. They can't just someone just says I want to go to WrestleMania and have a match. Two seconds later, Bray Wyatt or the Fiend comes out and puts it to the side, and John Cena goes, "Yeah, okay." So it's like. But bear in mind that that storyline that feud kind of makes sense based on the context, but we'll get into that. Because there is a lot of context. Ooh, I mean, we should. We, yeah. To be fair, we could do a whole episode on the, just that match, like, analyze the hell out of it. But anyway, wasn't the point um, of why I brought it up. To be fair. Um, so yeah, to to review this match, um, it was three spears, kick out, spear, kick out, four power slams, one, two, three. Braun Strowman is your new Universal Champion. Yes, that's basically only two minutes forty-four. This match was. And um, yeah, I mean, every time he, I love the way he's like he tried. He knew he was never going to hit the jackhammer. We all knew it. He tried. He was going to go for it. We knew he's never going to hit the jackhammer. He could barely hit a jackhammer on the fiend. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm talking about that. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we, we all knew this was sort of where it was going. So obviously, funny enough, on the prediction, we did put Goldberg first. We we did. But then, well, I say we did. You did. Yeah, but then I changed my mind. Give me some credit. Yeah, you did. Well done. Thank you. Uh, 
it's nice, it's nice. Still lost the title though. Oh, I can't give me anything, man. Don't get any props, you know. Anyway. Nope. But yeah, it's like yeah, Bornstone won. I mean, it was it was you could have easily not had this match at all, but I guess when you when you've got Goldberg, it's a limited fashion. He's not going to be staying around, so just get it over with. I'm sure if there was a live crowd, they they may have they may have changed. Just say if the pandemic was still going on, but you, you were still allowed to compete, and say Roman Reigns wasn't able uh, to take part, they could have done a whole thing of who is going to challenge Goldberg. I mean, this is just fantasy booking. You could have had Matt Riddle come out. You could have had uh, the Fiend after he's dismantled John Cena. He can come out and finally get revenge on Goldberg when the title back. You know. Might be, I mean, the cool thing is he's probably going to get the title back eventually now because now Braun Strowman's got it. Well, Roman Reigns will get it probably because that, that was probably the plan anyway. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm kind of liking. I just had a thought like this Braun Strowman thing. Like, there's, mm. there's like if if the Fiend or like Bray Wyatt, it can work on the whole like mm. um, retribution of the past, you know? Because obviously he used to be a part of the Wyatt yeah. family. Well, it's so. the same with Reigns as well. Yeah. yeah, so it kind of works. But they both make sense. They both have history. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that could work if if that's the way they're going to go with it. But yeah, but we all know. Paul Strowman is just the title uh, placeholder until Roman Reigns can come back and then he'll win it again pretty much well they, they couldn't have Braun Strowman lose this match because g- going into this like Braun it, it, it was the biggest thing like literally and figuratively as well uh, in WWE uh, and yet they kept giving it to Roman they had an opportunity for him to take it off Brock twice he didn't um, then he lost uh, well, he, when he lost the second time around, like, okay, his momentum's completely da- gone. He's no longer like a credible world title contender. You've completely killed all his momentum. He's added into this match, um, when you could say like he's he's already he's just an attraction now. He's like the Big Show, um, and his momentum's like just completely dead and buried. And if Goldberg had have won this match, this would just have been the equivalent of of pissing on Braun Strowman's grave. That's what it would have Pretty been. Pretty much. Oh, damn. I just yeah. realised that is a really good, except for the pissing on, pissing on the grave bit, a really good segue. Yeah. It's an excellent segue. I did think yeah, of that. Was, yeah. it, was, it, was it on the top of your head or was it more of a... That, no, that, that was deliberate. I thought about oh, that. Oh, cool, cool. Although, although, I, although I missed that part of the segment where Undertaker just whizzed on AJ's grave. I completely missed it. No, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe I turned my laptop off after or just turned it off after yeah. the match when he did that, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah again, again, good segue into the main event that I have to admit was the right yes. choice here of night one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we was talking about the uh, AJ Styles versus The Undertaker in a Boneyard mm-hmm. match. It's basically or buried alive match. Yeah, yeah. but you can't say buried alive because obviously they're PG now, so it's basically another name for it. Mm. Let's be honest. There is. So yeah, I mean, the story for this was basically AJ was just getting really cocky and sort of like calling was it uh, wanted to uh, just calling out the Undertaker really, mm. mocking him because he's a yep. broken shell of a man because he's you know broken shell of a man, and that's because of his wife basically getting him on Instagram and on Twitter. This is not The Undertaker, this is Mark Calloway. It's like, looking at him, AJ is like, are you insane? Why would you poke the bear? <laughs> you all know when you knew when he was going to do that. Don't poke the dead, man. Don't poke the dead bear. No, I mean, you know he's going to come back and he's going to, I mean, not the first person to say, ah, oh, The Undertaker's broken, he's a shell of a man. I mean, many wrestlers yeah. have said it and they keep getting taken mm-hmm. out. So, but I kind of yeah. like the story with this. I mean, I like I like the bit with the contract signing. The, yeah. the bit with the sort uh, of like uh, they made him uh, sign it from different parts of the arena, and then sort of like uh, like 
uh, Gallows and Anderson are just like, here, here's the contract. And they make him sign, and then he signed mm-hmm. it. And then they're walking back, and then all of a sudden the old lights go out, come back, he's behind them. Teleport. The old, he's behind mm-hmm. you. <laughs> and then just beats the crap out of, you know, them two. Because, you know, let's be honest, that's why they're here in this match, to be the people that get beaten up. But, uh, yeah, talk about this match in general. I mean, loving the whole set thing. Definitely, definitely got, definitely either got the same director or the same person that did all the Matt Hardy stuff. Yeah, same vibe. I mean, he had the cool thing when he came out with the hearse and he was like, oh, it's AJ. It's just messing, more, mi- mm-hmm. more mind games. Uh, then you hear the, the motorcycle going, oh, it's badass Undertaker. And there's that great shot where he gets off the bike and the camera pans up and it's just Undertaker with his bandana. It's like, that's badass it's most, Undertaker. It's the most badass that's he's American. been in a long time, right? I mean, and also I love the music. A bit of Metallica. I was half expecting, like, because I, I could imagine listening going, I imagine Enter Sandman would have been really cool or that or just um, Dead Man Walking you know the you've done it now gonna made a big mistake it's like that would have made sense yeah (laughs) very nicely but I don't know it's just just, that would have made sense he comes off as a biker dude anyway I know that's his gimmick but it's like yeah now he's gone the whole that's him as well he's a big biker dude yeah of course he's gone outlaw And I kind of I think him going to this uh, this uh, American badass again is perfect to like yep. longevity for his career. I think so because obviously his um, style is more of a he's, he's like you know the old pure striker of WWE. So that this yep. could, that could work. He could be this. He, he, and it proves um it proves AJ's point as well. It's like you're you're not the dead man now. You're not the Undertaker. You're just Mark Calloway. But Mark Calloway is like that's got like the closest thing to American badass. Yeah, I and I love. I mean, this obviously we're talking about this match. I mean, you had the cool thing with. It was just basically a fist fight. It was just basically what it would be in real life. It was. It would just be a punch, you know, a fist fight. Just basically punches. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ was basically regretting it from day one, from this, the start of this match. Yep. Like, what what the hell have I done here? Um, yep. uh, the whole thing was like, uh, the Undertaker was trying to punch him and he put his f- uh, fist through the uh, the window. It was quite cool. I mean... Yeah, his elbow as well looked at it and it's bleeding. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Look what you made me do. It, it just, it, I, I loved... I love Taker's calm commune like throughout and it's kind of like the, the friendly toys like, where are you going AJ? We're having fun. It's it, again, you know, come on. It's got that it's, fight. It's got that fight. It. It's got that feeling of like in a movie when it's like the finding the bad guys finally get comeuppance and it's just like he's running away and saying, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm sorry. And it's like, oh, where are you going? We're, we're yeah. having so much fun. We do want to have fun. Exactly, yeah. I like it. But yeah, and then it was just... Um, yeah, we had a bit whether you got. Sh- I know this thing with the shuffle, the, the first shuffle. I think I don't know if that's purposely. The first shuffle was like was there was no there was no shuffle on yeah, it. Was there? It was just the fell off. The, I, think the I saw handle. it fell off. I think that was a mistake. Yeah, it's funny because this mm-hmm. was pre-recorded, so couldn't have done it again. But okay, it took like eight hours to do, uh, supposedly. Well, yeah, I mean, if you got to get properly right. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, I, I like the bit where it's like, uh, it was with the situation where like Undertaker had. AJ where he wanted him and then all of a sudden you're mm-hmm. thinking where's Carl Anderson and Gallows oh right there they are they turn up there they are and then all of a sudden they've got friends and obviously it's just the old druids type thing isn't it people old druids well I still don't get what how they got them there but it didn't really matter because this match is weird anyway so well we don't know how Undertaker teleported but you know it's... But, but the Undertaker is known because it's the Undertaker he's got supernatural yeah. powers but um, yes. he's it, so he he sees off the druids. He sees off um, a bit of Anson and Gallows, and then boom, he's taken out from behind with a tombstone, um, a a prop, not 
not the move. No. Um, Urprop taking out Undertaker, which affects his ribs, affects his breathing, drives him through the barn. That also affects uh, Undertaker's um, breathing and his movement. Yeah, obviously, they go, uh, he's just completely winded. They get overboard with the whole breathing thing. Like, you know, I, I know sometimes, it's like when, you know, sometimes when. Uh, one time when Shane McMahon got attacked by the, I think it was like the yeah. Miz or something like that or someone attacked him and it was his breathing like, yeah. <gasps> like properly like over yeah, the top yeah there was like, a little bit too much a little bit over the top yeah. breathing like sort of like pretending that you've got broken yeah. ribs and you've like but that's just yeah. a little nitpicking there but yeah I like the sort of thing like AJ was like Unstay was looking at him like bring it keep bringing it it's going to take more than that to gives take him the middle finger mm-hmm. yeah probably like badass there because oh, he's American badass uh, liked a bit where yep. but finally got him in the grave uh, Undertaker caught being cocky mm-hmm. as you would expect goes on top of where there was it the, oh, what was it called like the, AJ Styles you mean yeah of course mm-hmm. we're not talking about the, that's the end we're talking about but, um, but, yeah. but AJ like AJ was there and then he was like just about to put the um, yeah. put the the dirt yeah. on top of him to bury him alive and then uh, and, and, you, and you knew it and you knew it wasn't the end because AJ has the line right okay how do you start this thing up it's like okay so they're going to stall now yep. and Undertaker's going to appear and then all of a sudden you know yep. just like he disappears and then boom the lights the nice little like cinematic lights at the back and then the Undertaker's behind him yep. and like ah crap then obviously AJ was walking in the base like oh okay I'm running out of here and he runs on top I love it when yep. he's like on top of the roof like yeah I'm safe in the roof like Run. he's coming yeah you're screwed you go upstairs there's nowhere to go <laughs> nope you're trapped if he comes up you're trapped and then obviously uh, Anderson and Gallows come on come in and basically Chucks, mm. he chucks. I can't believe it was like Gallows. He chucks um, Gallows out from chucks off the roof. Chucks Gallows off the roof, delivers Cole, and it gives him a tombstone on the top of the roof. Uh, beforehand, Undertaker shoots some pyro, uh, some flames behind AJ. AJ's like, "How are you still walking? How are you alive?" I love that. Yeah, I love that. It's like it's true. It's like, why are you still alive? What's going on here? And then obviously yeah. the bit with yeah. like you know. So he's trash talking him, and then the, the cool thing where he chokes land him off the, the roof, and then after that you knew yep, it's the end. Boom! You knew it was the end. Takes him to the grave. It's like uh, there were only two gripes maybe I had with this match. One was when Undertaker teleported behind um, AJ. I'd love to to seen um, a maybe a transition back into the dead man, perhaps because that's what AJ wanted. Because Undertaker, as he's going up the ladder, goes, this is what you wanted, AJ, isn't it? This is what you wanted. You wanted The Undertaker. Um, maybe he's back into his um, attire. Maybe he's his old like Ministry of Darkness kind of attire, maybe. It's yeah. like his proper gothic Undertaker. That, that would have been nice. Yeah, Not, but nothing, I guess, um, I guess in that's when you have more time. As you said, you said that took eight hours have... to do. Like, you sort of had to get it done. Yeah. So I guess in that's if you have like, a, like, like three or four weeks to do it, you might be yeah. able to add them nice little touches. But... It's not. It's not like it ruined the experience, of course. Yeah. Um, and, and the other one was um, the the difference between uh, because there's a the big debate going on. So, which match did you prefer um, between the Boneyard match and the Firefly Funhouse match? Um, I, I watched both both of them twice. Obviously, um, watching the Boneyard match, I didn't enjoy it first time round, but then I enjoyed it the second time round, and I enjoyed the Firefly Funhouse both times. Uh, the the difference between the segments is the Firefly Funhouse is so much more context so much to analyze it goes really really in depth it's like a character study um whereas this one with the it's 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 very symbolic with the grave you know but it's kind of too on the nose for me with the call uh, please don't bury me please don't bury me so, yeah uh, 
I mean, I, I mean, you, there might be a few, like, it's fair enough, but I kind of like that in sort of like, because again, it goes for the it's whole. It's on the nose for me, it's too obvious. Yeah, but it's like, mm. it's got the heat, like, the sort of like movie feel to it, where it's just like, with the over the top 90s action films, when it's just like the guy's come up and then all of a sudden he's begging mm. for his life. And then, like, the good, the good guy, like, goes, No, I'm not going to kill mm. you. And then, like, um, yeah. And then obviously the, like the police are coming or something, and then all of a sudden he's just but he's going to try and get back, and then, then all of a sudden like he uh, the um, he's just about to, like shoot him or something, and then they turn around and shoot him. Mm. But that's what it felt like yep. here. So like it felt like you thought it was, that was the end, and then all of a sudden the thing just ah oh, screw it, push you know kicks him in the face yep. and he goes just, down. Just to be sure, boom. Yeah, it yeah. had that kind of like villainy '90s feel to it. That I kind of liked. Me personally, I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. you might have been a bit too on the nose for you, but that's, you know, personal taste. Uh, but then, yep. obviously, in the end, it was just a simple thing of just, he goes up, turns the key, the fi- thanks for AJ, the engine's already yep. running, so... Yeah, and uh, surprise, surprise, uh, uh, there's no Kane in this one, because, as we know, whenever Undertaker has a buried live match, he's usually screwed over by his brother Kane. Maybe, maybe they twice fi- that's maybe, happened. Maybe yeah. they finally maybe done it in a location where Kane couldn't find him this time. I was expecting. Couldn't it. find him, and also, also social distancing. True. <laughs> I, w- I have to admit, I was waiting for when they done the flames bit. You know, the, 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 the I was expecting him like turn up at some point. But again, that's all if they had time to really work on it. But, but yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously, he's done a bit, and then he actually, you know, brought the thing down. Dirt went over him, buried alive. Then he took the, uh, the cloth off the uh, gravestone. It had AJ. Yep. Twenty twenty, he's gone, and then. Right, went on to his bike and he rolled off into the sunset victorious and with the final well, shot into the night yeah. and the final shot of AJ's hand from the grave hmm. sort of like yep he is gone yep does this mean AJ's taking a break is this AJ retiring I would say taking uh, a break if I was going to guess taking a break because he's obviously he doesn't want to wrestle full time no. at the moment now so maybe this might no. be his time off to be for a couple of months but uh, yeah I mean yes yeah, so that was part one of Wrestlemania uh, well, on the Saturday, uh, yeah. If I was gonna, if just to make this interesting, what we do is we're gonna like wrap wrap up like we normally would in the show. And then we're just like you know like or just say this is part one, give our thoughts on it. And then we're gonna take okay. take a little break, and then right. and then we're going to part two so we can properly separate it. Because part one, what did you think of it? Did you did you enjoy it? Um, it it, it just wasn't a WrestleMania for me. Uh, it was just like a special special event. But I mean, um, I was very, I was very, dis- I was very disappointed in, um, raw raw in, uh, not raw the raw um tag not tag team raw um championship um raw women's championship. Um, I can understand what they're trying to go for, what it could potentially lead to, but it could have been presented in such a better way. There were one or two matches on the card which shouldn't have been there. Um. It is just missing that. It's not the same about that live crowd. Yeah, the performers have to feed off. It's like theatre. You have to go off a live crowd. Yeah, I mean, if you, but if you take yeah. away, but I mean, in a sense, like take away the crowd and sort of like the um, sort of like match quality, storylines, mm. all the stuff they were going for in the match. Like, was it, if you were just going by like not the crowd situation, but the card, mm. was it yeah. good? Like, if you take, you take away the crowd situation, was it overall quality good? Or do you think it was like, was there more good than bad? I think if WrestleMania had been just the one night and that was the one and only night, I would have been disappointed. But because we had other things to look forward to, um, especially in the, in the second night, um, 
But I thought the pacing of the show was really good. It was really refreshing. Because you look at the runtime, it's two hours, 59 minutes. So it's under three hours. So like Attitude Era kind of like pay-per-view or like Rufus Aggression pay-per-view era. So it and if it was no longer than two and a half to maybe three and a half if it's an extra like summer special event, Summer Slam Survivor Series kind of thing. That was nice. That was really refreshing. Um as opposed to having pay-per-views which are four and a half hours long and it just doesn't need to be. Yeah, I think I think it there was talk about like Triple H saying that like, this could be the future. It wouldn't be the worst idea. You know, instead yeah. of putting it on one night, maybe like chop it up into two nights. So it's like just because it just for like the fan mm-hmm. us ca- casual yeah. fans obviously for if you were there it would cost you more money but mm-hmm. but if you were like us watching it it would probably be better for mm-hmm. us because it means we can it's like anything because so much stuff we like it in small chunks yeah so I think this is twice this year a company's done it obviously New Japan were the first to do it with the uh, Wrestle Kingdom uh, so mm-hmm. and they obviously don't WrestleMania by not by choice but you know try something they, new didn't but. they do because they said it's the first time they've done Wrestlemania by two two nights didn't they do Wrestlemania 2 on uh, multiple locations yeah but I don't think that was like a two night event I think that was um, I think that was Some all on was one live, that was pre-record all, yeah. yeah that was all no that was all I think that was all live like they all done it in all different parts if you know what I mean it was all live they just type cut they sort of like had like screens it's like I don't know it's, it's obviously people try to forget um, WrestleMania 2 for obvious reasons but yeah but I mean I, I, I will be honest if I take away the crowd and obviously not feeling like WrestleMania all kinds of stuff you look at the matches take away obviously the King Corbin Elias one shouldn't have been there uh, You obviously you've got uh, the, uh, some of the st- I don't know I, I just think um, the, pa- is it, the pacing was good I think some of the matches were pretty good except for one or two uh, yeah I would, and obviously the the finish. Ah, oh, loving it, loving that whole, loving the whole thing with the Undertaker and AJ. I think quality wise, I think it was solid. I think it was good. I was spe- WrestleMania two had uh, had three venues. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I think I remember. Uh, I think I remember how this worked. It had, it had Un- Uniondale, New York. It had Rosemont, Illinois, and Los Angeles, California. Yeah. That's not bad. I mean, I think the problem with that one was just because it was um, they had a thing where like you were at one venue and then like the, the match, the, the the main event was like one match ended and then they have to watch. Some people yeah. have to watch the rest of the WrestleMania on a telly, on like a big screen. Mm. It's sort of like you're paying all this money to basically watch a show for a television when you can go. We can watch back then. You can watch it at home. I think that's why it didn't work. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, there was only four matches per night. Yeah, it was. You would have got ripped off for that. Well, there was a boxing match. I forgot about that. Yeah, well, that's wrestling, isn't it? Back then, it was a spectacle. Yeah. Anything happens. I haven't done that in a while. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but yeah, so this was... Yeah, I thought... I, I mean, take away the crowd. This was a good... Rest. I think this was a good show. Could be... Obviously, it obviously could be better with crowd. More time. Bit more effort. Mm. Bit bit more, t- you know. But for what they had yeah. to deal with and what they had to get... To put this together was yeah. good. I thought it was all right. I thought it was all right. Yeah, that's all I, all I can say, really. Uh, obviously, going with low expectations, expecting it to be yeah kind of not awful but you know glass glass half full but it was all right it was fine it 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 felt kind of no different obviously apart from the no crowd felt no different to just like a standard show you'd uh you'd have like during the year but 
it's WrestleMania. WrestleMania's got to be bigger and better. But uh, but in, this, in in the concept of the situation we're in, to get to have a show that feels like just like another pay per view show they normally do, mm. I give them credit for that because they could, this could have easily some people it's like they can't can't get past the whole there's no crowd. I have to admit, but but yeah, I think it for what they had and the time they had to put it together, right? For the, obviously, they've still got part two we're going to talk about in a minute. Uh, but yeah, this was. Uh, I thought they done really well. Yeah, as much as be like bashing WWE, and it's really easy. <laughs> um, yeah, it's this time they. I give them some credit. They did, they did okay this one, this part anyway. Um, but anyway, yeah. So they did okay. Yeah, so I'll give like if I was going to grade, I'd like, give it like a C, maybe like a B minus, maybe, maybe because obviously the Undertaker AJ might have pushed it to a B because that was working. That was freaking awesome. Yeah. But anyway, yes. There's so, only really three. There only really three solid matches for me, so C minus for me. Yeah, but just, that's too, just about passable. It's okay. Yeah, but that's fine. But anyway, yeah. So that obviously it's only part one. So what we're gonna what we're gonna do for this one is we're gonna like, take a little break. We're gonna put, we're gonna put like a. I was thinking of like uh, maybe we might do a thing where like we put our favorite like your favorite. What's your like favorite wrestling theme like overall? Uh, good question. Um, I think to be relevant with this one, it'd probably be uh, Matalinglis. I think Alter Bridge. Yeah, I was gonna put. Um, I was thinking of like put each one, but obviously that's one of my favorites too. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously I love playing that. Yeah, you know, you know what? Why not? So what we do is we'll let's do that. We'll put what we do is we we'll put that tune um, to um, bridge the gap, or I might separate this into mm-hmm. two parts and do two separate podcasts. It depends how long it is. <laughs> but okay, but. Well, obviously we'll be back in a little bit. We're probably gonna, uh, I mean, probably gonna. I'm probably gonna make another tea, and um, yeah, and then we're back, and then we'll look at part two of WrestleMania. All right, cool. see you then. Cool, see you then. Right, see you guys in a bit. Bye. Bye. On this day, I see clearly everything.